Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Clinton Baptist Church on this Sunday, this great Sunday of May the 9th. Um, just so grateful to be assembled with you again um, as we operate um, in stay-at-home orders and quarantine. Uh, we are so grateful uh, that we can bring our service, Sunday morning service, to you right at your home um, or wherever you are. But we are um, so grateful for what God is doing on this Sunday as we celebrate mothers. Can we all give mothers a round of applause? Just so grateful for our moms and all they have done and sacrificed for our lives. And also uh, grateful for um, those who are not moms but who are uh, taking care of children, um, aunts and and nieces and, and grandmas who are taking care of uh, other people's children and just so happy uh, for that as well. I'm so excited about this morning. I have a great message for you all. I thank you all for tuning in. Once again, I'm Pastor Colin Pugh, the senior pastor here at Clinton Baptist Church. Uh, we are so grateful to have you with us today. I pray that last week the sermon was uh, awesome to uh, your spirit and just encourage you as we ask the question, what should we do as uh, the righteous um, to live a life that is called uh, by God. So today, as we um, come in to observe Mother's Day, uh, I have a Mother's Day service uh, sermon that uh, God has placed on my heart. So uh, before we get started, I would like to invite you to Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. Um, if you're not familiar with the, uh, the Bible, it's Genesis and Exodus. So it's the second book of the Bible um, in chapter 2. Uh, this morning, if you have your Bible, your electronic devices, we, we invite you to Exodus chapter 2. I'll give you a second to get it um, so we can get there so we all can uh, read along and enjoy it. Uh, so grateful for, once again, for you all tuning in. Um, I'm just so thankful uh, for your presence. Uh, our church is growing um, tremendously through social media and um, through technology, and I'm so uh, grateful for what God is doing at Clinton Baptist Church. So we got Exodus, Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 2. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for being God. Thank you for being great, Lord God. Thank you for this time where we can assemble together to hear your word. Thank you for allowing us to, to see you during this time of a pandemic, Lord God. You are working mysteriously through our lives and through people's lives, Lord God. So, Lord God, we come to just settle down this Sunday as we recognize mothers and, and show our celebration to them, Lord God. We come to acknowledge them with this word that you have placed in my heart. I pray that this word go out to encourage them, to refresh them, to challenge them, and to challenge all of us to step our game up as parents. So I bless you and I love you, Lord God. Have your way. Let me decrease while you increase. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're in Exodus chapter 2, and throughout the sermon, I will be reminding people that we're in Exodus uh, chapter 2. For those who come in late, we're in Exodus chapter 2. In Exodus chapter 2, uh, verse number 1, we'll be reading 1 through 10, and it says, And a man of the house of Levi went and took as a wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore the son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrush for him, for him, dubbed it 
with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeves by the river bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down and, and bathed at the river. And her maid walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeves, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw a child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrew children. Then her sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maid went and call the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, because I drew him out of the water. Amen. Amen. So on this morning, as we celebrate mothers, I would like to speak to you from the topic, mothers. Mothers. I was looking at an article um, last year um, that was written in Wall Street Journal, and it said um, Mother's Day is one of the top holidays in the United States. It said on Mother's Day, retailers spend over a $10 billion in gifts and, 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 rest, and going to restaurants to, um, to celebrate mothers. And mothers are an integral part in our lives. Without, without mothers, we wouldn't be here. And, I, and today, as we come to uh, celebrate mothers, I would like to talk about mothers. Here in this uh, narrative, this story about Moses, the child here is Moses, Moses um, was born in a time where there was a turmoil going on in Egypt. Joseph had now died, and, and now it's this new king, Pharaoh. He, he's on a scene, and, and Pharaoh has a, um, a problem. He's, he's insecure. He, he has a problem with himself, and, and what happens is uh, that he sees the growth of, of, of Israel. He sees the growth of the Hebrew people. And, um, and he get nervous, and, and he gets scared, and, and, and he says uh, that all these Hebrew uh, people, all these Israel uh, people are, are, are growing in a population, and they get mighty, and, and um, they're they growing in numbers, and they're going to outgrow us in Egypt. So he, 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 he gets upset, and, and he comes up with a plan, and he says the, the first plan he comes up with, he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to oppress them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make life for them hard. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make life for them hard, Bianca. I'm going I'm to like make life for them hard, Joshua. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make life for them hard, Iris. He said that he's going to make life for them hard. And, but what happened, the, the, the more oppression he, he placed on them, the more, the more trouble he, he, he placed in their life, they grew even mightier. 
They, 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 they population grew even more, and, and, and they grew mightier than, than they were before. So he come up with another, another plan, and he says that, that, that they're going to take over uh, Egypt, that they're going to they're make us their slaves. And, and, and so he comes up with this second plan, and he said, what are we going to do? I'm, I, he called all the midwives in. All the midwives he called in, and he said um, to the midwives, he said, what I want you to do when the, when the Hebrew women... Um, sit on the, the birth stool to, to have a baby. When they, when they sit down to, to have a baby, I want you to kill the babies. I want you to kill all the, the male childs. Every Hebrew woman who have a child, when, when you as the midwife go in to deliver that child, I want you to kill them. All the male children. All the, all the female can live, but all the male children, all the young boys who are born to the Hebrew woman, I want you to kill all the males. I want you to, to sneak in and strangle them or smother them before the mother can even see. But, but, but he didn't know that the, the midwives, they feared God. They, feared, they, they had a fear of Jehovah Jireh. They, they reverenced God. They reverenced uh, uh, Jehovah Jireh. And they came to him and said, hey, man, uh, we can't do that. They, they, they say, well, it's not in us to, to kill babies. It's, it's in us to deliver babies, but it's not in us to kill babies. And, and, and he said, I, I, I can't do that because, because the Hebrew women are different. Before we even get to them to help them deliver the baby, they already have baby. They already had the baby. And when we get there, the baby is already delivered. So, so he said, well, I, that plan didn't work. So he come up with a third plan. And it's all in chapter one. You can read it at your time. But it, he comes up with this third plan. And he says, uh, he signs a law and a decree. A decree. He, he signs a law, Miss Murray. He signs a law, Janice. He signs this law and this decree. And he says, for all the people of Egypt, Whenever you see a, a, a child by the Hebrew women, a, a, a male child, you, it's the law that you take that child from their parents and throw them in the Nile River. He said, I want you to, to throw them in the Nile River and watch them drown. He says, I want you to kill all the, the male children of the, of the Hebrew women. I want you to, to kill every male children, child of the Hebrew um, women that's three years old and under, and I want you to throw them in the Nile River. So now we find ourselves in this story, in this narrative in chapter 2. And his mother, who uh, had, had this son, had Moses, his name, uh, Jochebed. And, and, and Jochebed, uh, it starts out with how she, who she was married to. It says that, that, that a Levite um, husband took a Levite wife, and, and they got married, and they, they had a son. And it says that, 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 that she hid her son. And, and, and the first thing we see here is that when we look at, uh, at, at Jochebed, we, we want to look through the lens of Jochebed about mothers. We, want, we, wanna, we don't want to look at this text about, about mothers. As we, we come to look at mothers, we get insight from Jochebed about mothers. The first thing, insight we get, the first thing we see or the insight we get in verse number one and two is that mothers are protectors. Look what it says. It says that, it says that in verse 2. It says, so um, the woman conceived and, and bore the son and, and a child and bore the child and, and she hid him for three months. The, the reason why she hid him is because they, he had a uh, sentence of death on his life. 
Uh, 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 Moses was born in a, in a, in a time of uh, turmoil. He was born in, in, a, in a time where, 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 where the law was state that if you were a male child, you was to be destroyed. You were to, you were to be killed and thrown into the Nile River. Before Moses was even born, he had a death sentence on his life. Before he was even uh, conceived, he had a death sentence. And when he was born, and, and, and they said they're going to kill him, and she hid him for three months. This, this let us know that mothers are protectors. For three months, she, she hid her, her child. She, she hid her baby um, in her home and, and in a basket, we believe. She, she, she hid him to, to try to keep him safe. She, she hid him from the dangers that were lurking to take him out for three months. And we see here that this is a mom of, uh, that protects her child. And mothers are protectors. It, it, this could have cost her her life. She could have lost her life, and she had two other children. She had another daughter and another son. This could have caused their life and her husband's life as well. But she protected her son because mothers are protectors. I remember, I remember, I remember my, um, uh, Jeanette and I with Jackson, he was at a, um, a daycare center, a, a babysitter. Uh, he was around one years old, and, and um, Jeanette and I got off work, and we, we went to pick him up. We went to pick him up, Deacon Dixon, and, and um, we, we, we went to pick him up, and Jeanette recognized that he had a Band-Aid on his finger. And he, had, and he come to the door, and, and he had a little tear, and you know, you know how it is when your, your child has that little tear. And he had a Band-Aid on his finger, and on the Band-Aid, it had some blood on it. And Jeanette was like, oh, what happened? And, and the babysitter came and said, oh, uh, we got a biter. We got a biter. And Jeanette was like, a biter? What's that? And she said, we got a little girl here that, that likes to bite. So Jeanette was, looked, took the Band-Aid off, and, and it looked like a grown person bit him on the finger, on his fingertip, um, not trying to gross you out, but his nail had popped up. It was split, and it was bleeding. And Jeanette went off. I mean, oh, my gosh, she went She started taking her every, and if you know, if y'all know Jeanette, Jeanette is the calmest person I mean, I mean, I never seen her like this. She, she's calm. She's, she's chill. She, she ain't, she, you know, she, that, that's just how she is. That's just how she made her. But that day, she started taking her earrings off, and I'm in there like, what, what, what's going on? And she was like, oh, somebody about to, we about to fight up in here. And, and, and she got in the, the, the babysitter face like, you didn't even have the audacity to call my, me or my husband to let us know this, this is something major. And, and, and Jeanette ready to fight the women, the woman, and I'm in there like hold up no no hold, let's 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 talk about this and then and then I finally got Jeanette outside watch this I finally got Jeanette I'm telling y'all she went off because went because mothers are protectors she finally got outside watch this Kim she finally got outside and when she got outside she was waiting in the car I said what are we waiting for she was waiting for the little girl mother to show up so she can fight the little girl mother who had nothing to do with biting Jackson finger I'm just trying to help you understand that that mothers are protectors mothers you mothers will protect their child no matter what I was just talking to Sarita Dixon um, here at the church and and I asked her what would you do to protect your child she said anything Anything. You, you would jump in front of a car to protect your child. You would jump in front of a bullet to protect your child. You would cover your child up no matter what. You would fight anyone who's a threat to your child. And Joker Bear said, I got to hide my son because he got a threat on his life. Mother, mothers are, are, are protectors. And, and, and not only are they protectors of their child, but they'll protect somebody else's child. 
Y'all, y'all ever seen them, them, them children riding down the street and they hanging out the window with no seatbelt on? You see somebody else's mother say, get them children in the seatbelt. That's, that's what they do. They, they, they protect us of other child. And then watch this. Then they also, mothers are also not only protectors of their, their own children, protectors of other people's child, but you mothers will protect your child even when they wrong. Even when they wrong, y'all will protect them. Watch this. I remember when I was young, I was in J.O. Wilson. Some of, some of my Northeast people know that. I was in J.O. Wilson. I wasn't there long. I was only there for the first grade. And I was there for the first grade, and I remember my mother getting called up to the school. And I don't know what the teacher said. I don't know what went on. Uh, Sarita and, and Colleen, I don't know what went on, but I, all I heard my mother is bombing this teacher out. And I'm, I'm sitting there in the first grade, and I remember this, and I'm like, yeah, get him, mom, get him. But everything that teacher said, she was right. She, she was right about me. She, she was right. I was bad. I, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I, I was a problem child. And she was right, but my mother said, hey, hey, you, you don't have the right to talk about my child like that. I, I can talk about him like that, but you don't have the right. So I think my mother was on my side. So the whole way home, we walking home from Dale Wilson, I'm, I'm having a great time. When I get home, my mother pulled out that brush, and she wore my butt out. And I'm thinking, you was at school on my side. She said, I believe everything that teacher said about you. And I'm, I'm confused because you just bombed that teacher out on my behalf. But now you whooping me because guess what? Mothers are protectors. You can talk about your own child, but I dare somebody else talk about your child, even when they wrong. When they wrong, your child dead wrong, you still will take up for him. You will go to court for him and say, Your Honor, he's a good boy. Your Honor, she's a, she's a good girl. Ain't never been in no problem. No, she ain't give you nothing but problems. And he ain't give you nothing but problems for all your life because you have the protector in you as a mom. And she protected her son Moses. Mothers are protectors. She, she protected her son. He had a death sentence. They were trying to kill him, and she hid him, even when it was going to cost her life, because mothers are protectors. And then we see another insight here that's found in verse 3 through 4. It says that, that uh, but when she um, could no longer hide him, she, she, she went out and, and she built an ark, and she got bull rush and, and, and um, for him and 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 she 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 covered it with this this tar substance and and and, and they call it asphalt here and pitch and and she put it uh the child in and she, she went out and got this wicker and um she formed a little basket like a a wicker basket and she put papyrus around it um which was uh made from tree uh, box. She put the papyrus around it, which they made for paper back then, and she covered it with this tar substance to, to, to insulate it and also to, um, to cover it up and, and, and use it as a floating device. And she went and she set, watch this, she went and set the, the, the basket with her, her three-month-old uh, son in it right on the, on the Nile River at the bank of the Nile River in the reeds. She, she set this basket in the Nile River. Now watch this, because this insight of a joke of bed uh, uh, about mothers, look, it tells us, it tells us in Exodus chapter 2, in Exodus chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, it tells us that mothers have to make difficult decisions. So the first insight we've seen, that, that mothers are protective, 
protectors. The second insight we see that mothers have to make difficult decisions. She, she had to make difficult decisions. She had to make this decision because, because the, the child, Moses, watch this, were, were, were getting too big to hide. At, at, at three months, he was, he was crying a little louder. He was a little noisy. At three months, he, he you know how the head be bobbing. His head bobbing a little too much. He was a little active. You know, he, he was a little active at three months. And, and, and she couldn't hide him in the house no more, Sarita. She couldn't hide him in the house no more, Janice. She couldn't hide him in the house no more, uh, Joshua. She couldn't hide him, Can Kathy. She couldn't hide him no more. And so she had to make this difficult decision. She had to make this difficult decision. So she came up with, a, with, with, with this decision to, to put her son in a wicked basket in, on the bank of the Nile River in some reeds, some reeds, which is tree branches that, that, are, that are congregated together. She, she tried to hide him in that. She tried to camouflage him uh, amongst uh, the wild. But, but there's, there's a problem here on her decision. Watch this. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that this decision that, that she made, the, the Nile River was a dangerous river. The, route, the Nile River had a current under it that will suck you down in two seconds. The Nile River had wild animals that will, will, will take you out. And, and she had to make this difficult decision to, to hide her child in the Nile River. She, she tried to hide him to, to, to keep him alive, and, and maybe she can camouflage him. So at, during the day, she would, she, would, she would hide him there, and then at night, she, she was probably thinking about uh, going to get him and, and so she can keep him and, and, and so he wouldn't live, uh, so he wouldn't um, die to the hands of the Egyptians. And, and she had to make this difficult decision. And mothers all the time have to make difficult decisions. Mothers, being a, being a mother, you have to make difficult decisions. Some of the decisions you made, you, because of your child, your dreams were stopped. Be, because, of your, because of your child, you, you had to decide not, uh, for your inspirations to come to an end. You, you couldn't be the person that you wanted to be because now you, you abandoned what you believed in and what you enjoyed and, and what you wanted to do now to raise that child. You, 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 you had to make a, a difficult decision to, to leave your husband or to leave that boyfriend who, who, who that, that you and them wasn't working out just for the benefits of the children. You, you had to make decisions where, where, you, where you couldn't go to college and, and finish your degree because you had to take care make, and make sure your child get, get their degree. You had, you had to make some difficult decisions in your life. Have any mothers out there had to make some difficult decisions? You had to make some decisions according to your circumstances, according to the, the things you had to go through. You had to lay down some things. You had to uh, uh, put away some things that, that you enjoyed doing. You had, to, you had to stop doing things that, that brought you joy, that brought you happiness, that, that brought you peace, just because you had to make that decision for your children. And all the time, mothers have to make difficult decisions. This, this, this mother, she had to put her son in the Nile River. River. She had to hide him to, and this was a tough decision for her. And we know it was tough because she couldn't even stay around and watch it. She had no idea what was going to happen to him. Some of you have had to make the decision where you had to give your child up for adoption. Some of you all had to make the decision where you had to, it was best for the circumstances you was in that you had to leave your child with your grandmother or with your aunt or with their father or or with someone. These are decisions that, that, 
that, that mothers have to make all the time. And I, and I see it even in my house and, and growing up the decisions my mother had to make that was, that was tough to, to tell me at, at 18 years old that you got to get out of my house because you ain't doing right. And I don't want the police and the drug people running up in my house killing my whole family just because you want to act like a fool. That's a tough decision where you have to put your child out at 18 and you don't know where he's going and he don't know where he's going either. That's a tough decision that, that, that mothers have to make. And I see it even in my home with, with my wife, some of the decisions she had to make with our older children. It's tough decisions that moms have to make all the time. And I know this is not a happy thing for everybody because some children, you still mad at your mom. You still upset with your mom. You hurt because your mom left you with your uncle. You hurt because your mom left you with your, your, your grandmother. You hurt because your mom, uh, uh, you feel as though your mom abandoned you or, or forgot about you. And your mom had other children. She took care of them but gave you up for adoption. And, and you upset about that. But moms have to make difficult decisions according to the circumstance. And the circumstance was Moses was going to lose his life and she had nowhere else to go. So she came up with this idea, this difficult decision to make to put her son in a river. And here she put her son in a river, not knowing what's going to happen to him. Not knowing if he was going to live or if he was going to die. This is a decision that, that moms have to make difficult decisions. And even in his decision, watch this, that she had to make his sister, his older sister, now become his protector. Watch this. And, and some of you all have been there where your mom had to make a decision and now you have became the mom. Now you became the mother. You became the guardian. You became the overseer of your, your little brothers and sisters. You, you have to cook the dinner. You have to bathe them. You have to get them ready. You raise them up. You, you, you were parenting them. You made sure they went to school. And, and, and the same thing happened here in the text. Moses' little sister, the scripture says that Moses' little sister stood back and watched to see what was going to happen to her brother. She didn't leave her brother because the love that she had, the, the instinct of her and the woman said, I got to stay here. I got to watch what's going to go on with my little brother just like you. Although you wasn't ready to be a mother, although they wasn't your children, you had to raise your brothers and sisters, your, your nieces and your nephews. You had to raise them. You had to raise those children like they were yours because, because the mama had to make a tough decision in the midst of her circumstance. And so now here in this tough decision, Moses' daughter, she, she, she's looking. And then it says the scripture, the scripture in Exodus chapter 2, verses uh, 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 5 through, through 9, it said that, Moses, that uh, Pharaoh's daughter come. Pharaoh is the king. His daughter come. And she come down with her maids. And, and she come to, to, the, to the Nile River to, to, to take a bath. And as they were walking on the bank of the Nile River, she, she realized that, 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 that there, was, there was something different in the reeds. There was something different in the debris at the Nile River. So, so she had them check it out. So she checked it out, and, and inside it was a small baby. Uh, 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 inside it was Moses, a, 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 a three-month-year-old, a three-month-year-old, a three and he, um, he's there, and he's crying. And she picked him up, and she's crying, and, and his sister who had, who had become his, his protector and, and his guide and, and, and who watched over him, went to uh, Pharaoh's daughter and said, hey, w w would you like me go get the mother 
uh, to nurse him. Would you like me to go get a Hebrew um, woman to nurse him? Because they understood that that child needed to be nursed because it ain't like today. Like we have uh, Similac and, and all this other kind of formulas and stuff. It was only breast milk back then. So they know they had to find a mother who can provide the milk for their for, for the child. So the daughter, the daughter, his sister, Moses' sister, came up with this great idea. She said, you want me to go get the mother of the child and, and let her nurse him? And, 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 and Pharaoh's daughter said, yes, go get her. So she go get her mother, Jochebed, and Jochebed come back. And watch this. Pharaoh's daughter pays Jochebed to nurse her own son. Oh, my God. That's, that's God's hand all in it. That, that's God's hand all in it, but, but that's, that's, that's amazing that, that how God will protect you and keep you. And even when your mother make bad decisions that you thought was bad, that you didn't understand what was going on because of her circumstances. Watch this. God had his hand all in this. And so now she pays uh, Jochebed, she pays Moses' mother to nurse him. Watch this. So Moses now, mother now takes him home, and now she's able to nurse and, and nurture and keep her son. Watch this. And the scripture says in verse 9 that she took him home to nurse him. The, the next insight we see, we saw that, that, that mothers are protectors. We see that we saw that through Jochebed, the insight we see that mothers make difficult, have to make difficult decisions. And now the third insight we see that mothers are nurturers. Said that, that through the eyes of Jochebed, she had a chance to take her son back home and nurse him. And, and, and nurture him and, and to care for him and to hug on him and to love him. She had a chance to, to, to raise him. And, and back then, it was believed that the child would nurse until five years old. So she had a chance to, to watch him make his first steps. She had a chance to watch him say, Google Gaga, or Mama, Dada. She had a chance to, so he can call his sister and his brother name. She had a chance to see him grow up and, and, and scrape his knee and, and fall and, and get back up. She had a chance to, to, for five years to, to be there with her child. And, and, and watch this, because mothers are nurturers. They, they, she she, she would have did it for free, and she got paid to do it. She got paid to to nurse her son, to nurse her own son, because mothers are nurturers. And every mother nurture in different ways. Every, every mother had their own style of nurturing. My mother was great. My mother was great, but she wasn't one of them huggy, come kiss you, let me check on it and all this. She was like, boy, get out of my face. You'll be all right. You're a boy. That's, that's just how she was. She was like, go ahead, go ahead. Go, get on out of here. Go ahead. You, you cool. It's all, it's all, oh, you always into something. That's how she nurtured. Some mothers hug and kiss you to death and, and rub on you and kiss the sore and, and tell you it feel better. And you, you lying saying it feel better, although it really don't even feel better. But you, you just like getting that attention. Some mothers do that. And she had a chance to, to nurture her son. She had a chance to, to wrap her arms around him and hold him. Remember, she had no idea what was going to happen to her son. And because... A fair daughter, watch this, who came down to take a bath. And she paid his mother to, to nurture him. But remember, we still got to deal with the thing that was going on in the text. Because the decree and the law went out that every child that is three years old, three years or under, as a male child, should be killed. But because Pharaoh's daughter said so, he was safe. 
because Pharaoh's daughter was the one who, who said that she wanted to adopt them, that spared his life. Because Pharaoh's daughter was the one that said that, that we're going to take him out of there. And this is, this is a Hebrew child. And she said, I want him for myself. She spared his life. So she overruled her father's decree. This is God's hand all in it. So she raised him and nurtured him. Watch this. And she raised him and nurtured him. And then it came to a time where she had to let him go. She had to let him go. So, 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 so scholars and, and theologians believe that, that this Pharaoh daughter, this, this child of Pharaoh, she wasn't able to have a child on her own. And this is hopeful for women who, who, who cannot conceive. There, there are children out there for you that, that you can raise up in, in the ammunition of the Lord and, and raise them up as your own child. And, and, and Jochebed had to turn her son over to to Pharaoh's daughter at the age of five. And it says in verse 10 that Pharaoh's daughter named him Moses because she pulled him out. Some of you all say, well, well, well this is not good. She still had to give her child up. But you, you, you can't look at the picture here. You can't look at the inside here because this was a better position for Moses going to be the, 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 the son, the grandson of, of Pharaoh. This was a better position. How God was uh, working in the midst of all this chaos. Watch this. Because now, with Moses being in the family of Pharaoh, God had his hand on Moses to be the deliverer of Israel. So now Moses went to live in Pharaoh's house where, where he had the best schooling. He had the, the best education that education could get. He lived in the best environment. He had, he had the, the best things of life that God had blessed him with. And even you, you and, and, and those out there who are upset and you, you mad at your mother. On Mother's Day, Mother's not, it's not a happy day to you. Not because your mother is not here no more, just because your mother had to make a decision to, 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 to put you up for adoption. Or you may feel like your mother abandoned you. Or forgot about you and, and she gave you to your, she, she, she left you with your grandmother and raised the rest of the kids. And you, you're not happy. Mother's Day is not a happy day for you. Or you, you had a mother who wasn't a protector. Or you had a mother who, who wasn't a nurturer. And, and, and this is not a good day for you. This, this is not a good day at all for you. But, but what I want you to see, because as we go on, as we go on in the text, if, if we go on further in this narrative, we'll see that God's hand will all over Moses. That God was, oh, how did you think Moses feel to know that my mother gave me away to Pharaoh's daughter? And she kept her, his other sister, Aaron, and Miriam. He kept his sister, Miriam, and his brother, Aaron, and raised them and didn't raise me. And Moses grew up with an anger problem. Moses has an anger issue. He killed the man. He struck the rock when God told him not to do it. But all throughout his life, you see the hand of God on him. And even if you're mad at your mother right now and you upset with your mother and Mother's Day is not a good day for you, I want you to know that God's hand was on your life. All the stuff that you've been through, yes, it was bad. Yes, it was traumatic. Yes, it was difficult. Yes, you still have dreams. Yes, you still are dealing with the insecurities of life because your mother wasn't there for you. But guess what? Because your mother wasn't a nurturer, because your mother wasn't a protector. But guess what? The hard decision she made was the best decision for her at that circumstances. And she thought that was right. I know some things happened to you that you wish would never happen. But guess what? God hand was all over your life and he's over your life because if he wasn't you wouldn't be here right now 
If you was God's hands wasn't on your life, you wouldn't be here listening to me right now. The reason why you can listen to me and you can hear me say that God is good in the midst of all that and God's hand was in your life is because you have God all over your life. And even in the bad stuff, God was protecting you. God's hands was around you. He was your nurturer. He was, your, uh, he, he was the one who was protecting you in the midst of all your circumstances. God is still good. And as we come today to celebrate mothers, we celebrate mothers. We encourage mothers. We're we thankful for our mothers. This story helped us understand and gave us insights of things that mothers go through. This story, although I, I, I've been raised around seven sisters, I had seven sisters, and they have children, and, and my wife, we have four children, and, and her mother, and, and my mother. It wasn't until I read this text that I really understood the insight of a, of a mother, that mothers are protectors, that, that mothers have difficult decisions to make all the time. And sometimes the decisions they make, us as children don't like it. We think they could have did better, but the circumstances that was, she was faced with, she did her best. She only can do what she can do. And we see that mothers are nurturers. But at this time, I want to pray for those who are not dealing with Mother's Day well. I want to pray for you. Because I understand that, that Mother's Day is hard for you because of the decisions that your mother had to make. Because of the, the problem that you had to go through because of the decision that your mother made. And I want to pray for you and I, and I pray and, and, I, and I ask God to, 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 to speak into your heart. I ask God to, to, to talk to you and, and, and to, to minister you, to you right now that you may have a, a, a heart of forgiveness towards your mother. It's so many people out here who are angry at their mother because of the hard decision that she had to make, because of the circumstances. Your mom could have been on drugs and the circumstances were best for you to go where you was going and, and she walk away so you wouldn't be influenced by, by the drugs and, and the environment that was raised up in. Your mother may be on drugs and she may kept you in that environment and you upset with that environment. Your mother may have been too hard on you or, 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 or may have forgotten about you or, or given up on you or, or talked about you bad or, or never raised you like a mother should. But I ask that God minister to you and ask for forgiveness. That you forgive your mom at this time that we celebrate mothers. Because I know Mother's Day is not easy for everyone. Mother's Day is not, hard, is not easy for everyone. Everyone is not celebrating. But here we see the insight of mothers. And today I want to I call those to the altar. I want to ask you to, to stop what you're doing. I know some of you all may be looking at this. Uh, sermon, and, and you may be cooking, or you may be getting ready uh, for, for the, the, the uh, festivities you're going to have for Mother's Day to celebrate, but for those who are hurting, I, I just want you to stop right now, just pause right now, and I want to pray for you. I, I want to lift up a prayer for you. I, I, I want to lift up a prayer. I don't know who, who I'm speaking to. I don't know who God is calling me to, but right now, I, I just want to lift up a prayer, and, and saints, who are, who, are, who are celebrating Mother's Day, who are excited about Mother's Day, I need you praying. 
Because there's some people that are not happy with their mother. And I need you praying. I need you praying right now. I need you praying, asking God to, to bring relief, to bring forgiveness, to mend relationships with parents, with mothers and children. I need you. I need you right now praying with me. And we call you to the altar. Let us pray. Father God, I pray for your children who stand before you. I pray, Lord God, and I ask for your favor to be with them. Lord God, because of the hard decisions that their mother made, Lord God, their life has been turned upside down. Lord God, some of them are 40 and 50 years old. Some of them are 30 and 20 years old, and their life is, is full of tragedy. Their life is full of, remem um, rem um, full of uh, memories of, 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 of the tragic things that happened to them. Lord God, they've been dealing all these years with the hurt and the pain of, of their mother uh, forgetting about them or, or, or casting them off or, or, or sending them away, Lord God, or, 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 or sending them to be adopted. And I ask, Lord God, for your grace to be with them. I ask, Lord God, that you empower them right now, that you remind them that your hand was all over their life, Lord God, that even though the things they went through, Lord God, that, that it could have been worse. It could have been more difficult, Lord God. They couldn't be here right now listening to your word. And I know it's hard, Lord God, for them. But I ask for your grace to move. I ask for your mercy to empower them. I ask for your strength to endow with them, Lord God. Let the Holy Spirit work in their life, Lord God, that they may see their mother different after this message. Lord God, we call now because there are some, Lord God, that are hurting because their mother is no longer here. Lord God, their mother is, 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 is deceased and, and no longer here on earth, Lord God. And Mother's Day is not a joy for them, Lord God. I ask that you give them the strength to continue to go forward. I ask that you give them the strength to, to walk in it, Lord God, to, to, to embrace it, Lord God, to, to have strength, Lord God, to, 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 to know that this is a reality that you give them the power to live with. Lord God, we ask for your grace and your mercy to cover them. Give them the comfort they need at this time. We need you, Lord God, and we thank you. Holy Spirit, reign upon us. Be our power that live in us. Be our power that live in us, Lord God. Be our power, Holy Spirit, that live in us, that has the strength to change lives, that have the strength to change attitudes, that have the strength to change hearts. Be with us, Lord God. We ask in the name of Jesus that you cover them, Lord God. Cover us in the name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus, Lord God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. But it doesn't stop there. Because although we have seen the insight of mothers through the eyes of Jochebed, every one of us, every one of us has been born through a mother. And today as we come together to, to celebrate mothers, while your mother here on earth, I want you to love on her. I want you to call your mother and tell her how proud you are of her. Thank her for, for her sacrifice that she made for you. Thank her for, for, for the things she have done, whether they were things that you enjoyed or the things you didn't. Thank her for the time you, you, you spend with her and, 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 and let her know how you appreciate her. Because I believe a lot of times, our mothers don't get the appreciation 
that they need. We, we, I, I know even me, my, my mother was so strong that, that, that I thought she could make it through anything. But, but, but I, I found out that our, that our mother's not going to be here long. So while they're here, show them your appreciation. Show them how much they care. Show them how much they, they mean to you. Show them how much you love them. So I, I challenge you today to, to, to do something special. Do something out of the box. I know you always call your mother and tell her happy Mother's Day. Send her some flowers or, or do something different to show your appreciation to her. Maybe send somebody over there to clean her house up. I, I don't know. Do something different to show your appreciation to your mother. But also there's another call, and that's a call of salvation. And that call of salvation is that all of us was born into sin and shaped into iniquity. Because of the, the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we were separated from the life of God. And we all had a proclivity, a bent towards evil because of the sin of Adam and Eve. And because of that sin that was imputed to us, charged down on us, because of that sin, we were separated from God. But now, now, because of the, the, the opportunity that, that Jesus Christ have come and, and lived a life for 33 years, and he lived without sin. And because without sin, he, he lived without sin, and, and because of he, uh, he lived without sin, he died on the cross. So you and I may have life. So you and I may be restored. Because you and I were broken. We, we were broken. We were bent. We, we had no relationship with God. We were broken. We were bent. And we, we didn't know what we were doing, and we were slave to sin. And because we were slave to sin, we needed a Savior. And the Savior was Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ came that you and I may have life. But this life is for those who, who accept him as the Lord and Savior. The Father says, that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. John 3.16 said, for whoever, for God so loved the world, that whoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that whoever is to you, and it's to you who call unto him. And today salvation is to you. That freedom of sin is to you. I don't know where you are in your life, but today your life can be different. Today your life can be changed. Yes, you may have tears running down your eyes. Today you may, have, uh, 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 may feel overwhelmed. Today you may, be, you, you may just feel the, the, the pain and, and the depression and the anxiety of, of not having your mother here or the relationship that you have with your mother. But Jesus died so we can be free from the sin that keeps us in bondage. And, and, and Jesus said it like this, I come to set you free. And we are free, yes indeed, we are free from the power of sin and we no longer have to live a condemned life. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. Over the last couple of weeks, we had three people uh, uh, surrender their life to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I'm so grateful for Brother Daryl Hale who accepted Christ. I'm thankful last week for him uh, surrender his life to Jesus Christ, but there's more. There's more who, who, who Jesus, Jesus died for you. 
I know you may be dealing with hurt. I know you may be dealing with frustration. I know you have pain, but Jesus died for your sins that you may be free. He says that Jesus said, I come and I give you life and I give it to you abundantly. And today I introduce to you not religion, not Clinton Baptist Church, not Pastor Pew. I introduce to you Jesus Christ because he is the savior of our soul. He is the one that can free us from eternal condemnation. All of us deserve to go to hell, but because of him, he now came that we may be free from the condemnation of hell. But that comes by you accepting it. So is there anyone today? Is there anyone that want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? we got people looking. Is there anyone today? If you, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, say, I do. Say, I do. Text, I do. Text, I do. To, uh, put in the DM us and let us know, I do. Is there any today? Is there any today? Wherever you are, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, if you want to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, just say, I do. Just say, I do. At this time, at this time, I, I want you to repeat after me. Father God. In the name of Jesus, I realize that I'm a sinner. I believe that you came into my heart to save me from my sin. Fill me with the Holy Spirit that I may be your child. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I, I don't know who accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, but you may not want to be called out, and that's okay. So we have a number for you. Just call 301-653-6219. Just leave your name and your number and your address, and we'll get some information out to you. I'll call you personally myself. If you have any questions about salvation, you can text this number, 301-653-6219. Any questions about salvation, and I'll call you myself, and I'll talk to you and lead you through the plan of salvation. Now the next thing, if you was one of those one of those ones who gave their life to Christ, we are celebrating you, we rejoicing in you, we thank God for you, for what you have done. Um, now I ask that you get baptized. When we get back in the church, go get baptized. Say, I'm already saved and I'm just coming to show my outward appearance that I've been saved and I want to be baptized. I want to be baptized to follow Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And then the next thing, you got to connect with a church. You got to be a member of the church. There's no other benefits if you just just a, 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 um, a church hopper. Connect with a church. Grow with your church. Be, be a member of the family of God in the church. Embrace the church. Be with the church. And now we, now we can't go to church, but when we get back together, come in and say, I want to be a part of that local assembly. God calling us to be a part of that local assembly. It's benefits for being in a local assembly. And get with a church that is preaching the, the word of God. 
the word of God. When you go to Act, when you go to Exodus chapter two, you're gonna see everything I preached in it. You're gonna see the mother Jochebed, who is the mother of David, who um, was uh, in the insight that we saw about mothers. You're gonna see that she had to uh, be a protector. That she was a protector. You're gonna see she had to make. A difficult decisions, and you're going to see that she nurtured her son. You're going to see exactly what was in there in Acts chapter 2 as we, uh, as we talked about mothers today. But I also want to encourage you not only that. I want to encourage you to, to really, really just reach out to us through uh, Facebook or Instagram and let us know your testimonies. Let us know how God used this message to bring you through. Let us know. Encourage, encourage us with, with this word that, that this word was a blessing to you. DM us and say, Pastor Pew, that word was a blessing. I thank you so much. Tell us some things you learned. Tell us some things you learned and how you embraced this message, how this message spoke to you. Um, so we can have some dialogue and some feedback. And also connect with us on Wednesday. Every Wednesday we have Zoom Bible study. Zoom Bible study is growing tremendously. It's an interactive Bible study where you can ask questions. We dive into the word. We expository. We word for word, sentence for sentence, precept upon precept. Phrase from phrase, we write there in Genesis chapter 31. You can ask so many questions. We have great dialogue and, and, and conversation about the word of God. Join us on Zoom. We, we, we take visitors. We take, we take people we don't know. We, we okay with that. Just join us on Zoom. Go to our Facebook page, like our Facebook page and our Instagram page, and then you will get all the information that's coming up on the church. I'm so excited. Because this week, this Friday, we have a comedy show coming called Coping with Comedy. Um, this Friday at 8 o'clock. I'm so excited. It'll be happening here. Remember, you stay at home while the comedian's here. Don't show up here at this church. Don't try to get our church closed down. We don't need you here. We still operating in social distance. We got three comedians. We got three microphones that they're going to have. They're not going to um, have a chance to, to even see each other. But we got three comedians, some great comedians. Um, um, Sean Savin, Savis, which is a Christian comedian. We got Laughing Lenny, and we got Teasers uh, coming, and three great um, comedians. We're going to have a great time. We're going to laugh because it's called Coping with Comedy. And this time, we got to find some laughter somewhere. And I'm so grateful for the ideas and my think tank team who came up with this idea that we can bless you. So please be on here, um, Instagram Live and Facebook Live on Friday night at 8 o'clock. Friday night at 8 o'clock, we having a, a coping with comedy. Please share it. I will send, uh, we will send flyers out and everything um, on social media so you all can share that so we can fill our social media site up, our live site up, that we can get laughter and have a wonderful time. It's good for kids. You ain't got to worry about the cussing and all that stuff. It's good for kids. So you just grab, grab the kids and say, come on, we're going to the comedy show and sit on your couch with your rollers on, get your popcorn and all that stuff and have fun with your children as well. Not only that, I want to thank everyone who support us. We have some great supporters. In this time, we are growing. Uh, we had a young lady who um, asked to join the church through social media. I'm just so grateful for that. Um, but we have some supporters financially. People are blessing us and just giving tremendously. We have a food pantry that we feed in families. If you know families that need a, um, a grocery, just tell them to text the number 301-653-6219. That's 301-653-6219. 619 and they can come and I and um they can set an appointment to come get groceries. We have blessed so many families, over 60 families already. We have blessed with food, um, with groceries and things like that. We also have gift cards, y'all. 
So we have gift cards. We have $25 gift cards that we're giving away for uh, Visa gift cards so you can go out and buy groceries or get gas or whatever you need to do, pay a bill. So if you want a gift card, um, please text the number 301-653-6219. Let people know we have gift cards, $25 gift cards. Uh, we do have a limited amount, but please let us know if you need them. There's no question asked. Just say, I need a gift card, and you got a gift card. A gift card. We are so grateful for our um, supporters, um, 4th District Police Department, um, families and friends of us, um, different organizations, uh, Dr. Scott, um, Orthodontics. Also, we have um, Positive, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Um, the other organization, Brian Organization. Creative Positivity or Positive Creation, something, one of them. My fault, Brian Bailey, I'm so sorry, but we, we, we thank you for their support. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Radical Positivity, Radical Positivity, Radical Positivity. My man, Brian Bailey and Tammy Bailey, thank y'all so much for your support. They are doing some great things. I'm telling y'all they're doing some wonderful things, but thank y'all so much. We really thank y'all and appreciate y'all. Remember, Wednesday Bible study, the Zoom will be coming out for that. And also, Friday night at 8, 8, 8 p.m., we have a coping with comedy. Thank y'all so much. God bless. I pray that this sermon was a blessing to you. Father God, thank you for this Mother's Day. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Lord God, that we can come and celebrate our mothers who are special. All of them, Lord God, in every way. So we ask that you be with us as we leave this place and let us remember the insight of mothers, that mothers are protectors, mothers have to make difficult decisions, and mothers are nurturers. Thank you so much for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. God bless. Have a great day.